Right, good afternoon. Hi. This is actually second time around. Take two. Take two, because the children, we're in France right now, and France has just been put into a lockdown, and this is day one of <laughs> lockdown with the children, and we just got completely massively interrupted on our last <laughs> recording, so take two, and this is episode... 103. 103, which you should remember, because you just said <laughs> yeah. a few moments ago. So, cool. And anybody who's daily listening, you'll know that we've been quiet for the last few days, but it's been Easter and we thought we'd just do a complete switch off, no emails, no nothing, Yeah, family time. Yeah. Although we did have a break before that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. The podcast is becoming one of those, it's a bit like exercise. You know you should do it, you know you want to do it, you know it's good for you, but for some reason you don't do it. Yeah. Well, I think it's, um, we're, like, as we said in the last episode, things are starting to move for us and it's very yeah. easy for... Uh, us to keep prioritizing stuff yeah. and um yeah we've got to be so apologies to the audience we're back on we're back as normal but uh you were interviewing at the end of last week we just haven't published that yes yet. yeah that's because so. the, the software's been letting us down but yeah yeah cool okay so, <laughs> so what are we talking about today so today is top 10 tuesday um so we're going to be talking about top 10 design hacks on an audio platform. <laughs> yeah, and even if you're watching this on YouTube and you're thinking, oh, this should be interesting, there won't be any kind of little pop-ups. No. If you know anything about our YouTube channel, you'll know that it's basically just a recording of us on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> rabbiting away, so, yeah. But it's still going to work because the whole point of it is... You're going to will it to work. No, it will work. Um, but the whole point of it is you don't need... To be a designer, you know, this isn't about us teaching you how to do certain things with fonts or, or you know, what colours go together or something like that. It's it's more the kind of hacks and ways to, to get around design, not that you don't need it, but to stop it being a blocker in your business, which it can really be. And, and it has been for us recently, which is one of the reasons I've kind of brought this up, because we've um, we've been rebranding Say It, which is our video uh, platform. If you're if you're new to this podcast, our, uh, we started Say It in the first lockdown, so coming up for a year ago. Um, and it's a, a plat- video platform to collect meaningful video content. And originally that was aimed at consumers for kind of birthdays, anniversaries that kind of thing but we've actually shifted focus and we're now very much on the the kind of business to business route yeah primarily because we it was kind of it was this platform for consumers but it's a really heavy lifting platform that we built and then we've had investors come along and gone jesus guys this is like you could do so much for small businesses and businesses in general like we should be looking at that yeah um, and video is obviously such a kind of now platform the world that we're in yeah. um and so we are re- she says on an audio yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are rebranding as video works so um so because of that we we've been having conversations with designers and and it's kind of been a bottleneck for the last couple of weeks this this design piece so finding the right design has been yeah. a head scratcher isn't it and so i wanted to kind of explore that because i think design 100 percent has its place um but it is more important for some businesses than others um in this particular incidence it was more important than it has been to us in the past because it's a SaaS platform a software as a service platform people expect a certain level of uh graphic design that goes along with that um, well it, it inf- and it informs the user experience exactly so, yeah a lot of our um interactions with customers are going to be video based so therefore a lot of our design needs to work on video needs to be able to be animated etc so it was a more complicated beast than it's been before but i do see very small businesses you know one man band micro businesses getting really stuck on this design piece you know they'll spend ages playing around with like um you know business card designs or logo designs and and if you're something like you know i don't know an accountant or a solicitor or even like um, a builder or something like that, it, it doesn't really matter what your logo looks like, what your business card looks like, as long as it looks professional and it doesn't look like somebody, something a kid just drew. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really matter if it's green or if it's purple or do you see what I mean? Well, it is, um, yeah, I mean, we've, in a previous episode, we talked about what your priorities are as a small business owner and, and like in some aspects of business, design is, is a critical component. I'd say design is a critical component, whatever, but if you're a very small business, if you're like a one-man band or anything like that, or you're running on a very small budget, you can't allow design to take over your world. Exactly. Because 
your your it's a, it's design is an escape from this, the work that you should be doing, which is yeah. networking or making sales or building teams and all this kind of all this fundamental stuff. And and we've seen it in our own business in Smiley Booth, our photo booth hire company that we franchised. And um, there's definitely um, a correlation between those that obsess about design and only design mm. and the success on their business yeah. because they that is like that's the number one thing it's like i just want to tweak this and i want to tweak that and it's like okay but how many people have you actually spoken to yeah. today and that's as a business owner you have to make that decision yourself uh, in terms of okay look on a list of priorities i need to have got us to this point by this point yeah. otherwise like the business isn't moving well, it's like the name right you know people obsess over the mm-hmm. business name but it really doesn't matter i mean things like amazon you know it was named after a giant river well <laughs> when we were Google, having apple all of these things it doesn't really matter well with the investors that come forward for uh our say it uh SaaS platform um when we were talking about the corporate direction and we were talking about the branding side of that I, I said, look, I'm not involved yeah. in this conversation because it literally means nothing to me at all. Yeah. You can call it whatever you like. And in fact, if you look at a lot of SaaS platforms, generally they're, they've got some really odd names yeah. that don't, don't relate at all to, the, to what they're doing. I'm really happy with the direction we're going that you guys have decided. I yeah. think it's awesome. But, um, but Smiley Booth, the photo booth hire company, I wasn't bought into that idea, no. but I realised that it needed a name, it needed yeah. substance, it needed something for us to be able to pin something against. It's just, I think um, there's, there's certain things that you do. I think if design is more pertinent, if you are, um, if there isn't a human being involved in a lot of the process. Mm. So for example, with a SaaS platform, yeah. you are dealing with the platform. So the platform itself has a personality of itself, yeah. right? So it's why you see like things like other uh, like solicitors firms or accountants and all this kind of stuff. Like they give no a lot of the time they give no thought to some mm. of their websites mm. and the U- like user experience and everything else. It's just oh just phone us here or email yeah. us there because so much of what they do is human. Like it's yes. down to them as human beings, yeah. right? Well, also designers who it's so. Um, the words just gone out of my mind. Pers- not perspective. What's the word when it's just your perception? Uh, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, it's gone out of my head. It just completely just evaporated yeah, I know what as you mean. I was saying the sentence. So when it's seen through their eyes, yeah. it's uh, subjective. Subjective. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's so subjective that you 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 can't you can't hang your hat on these things and and get really kind of worked up about it and you can't please everyone either um, so that, that i mean that's that's my number one hack really is is the first one is you know if you if you're going down a certain road with it by all means ask a few people for opinions but don't get hung up on them because yeah. you you will get some people that love it some people that hate it um and it it just really doesn't mean that much at the end of the day it it's not that important well and also you've got to ask yourself what is the what is the purpose of the of the design itself so for example for our SaaS business for say it that the way that whole software platform is designed or and now being all redesigned and everything is built around this concept of um, the user experience it lends itself to a specific user experience so the design which will then help us in terms of our sales process and everything else so the design is, is like at the core of that Whereas, if you look at the flip side of that coin, uh, with our Smiley Booth Photo Booth Hire Company, the design on a lot of that is is built around conversion rates. Mm. It's not. It's it's more about okay. Look, if we can drive traffic to the website, how how does that website then convert into inquiries? It then converts into sales. But fundamentally, from traffic to inquiries. Yeah. is our core obsession, right? Yeah. Quality inquiries for our franchisees. And there are design choices and form choices, like the way the web forms work and everything else, that are dictated by, okay, has it improved or reduced our capacity to get inquiries? Yeah. And, um, and we've often had, in fact, today, we've had conversations with people in the Smiley Booth Photo Booth Hire business who have said, oh, can we do this with the design? It's like, well, 
Not really, yeah. because if, if I adjust it, we're probably going to have a negative effect yeah. on our conversion rates. And, and it's already optimised. And I get it. Like, you could easily turn around and say, oh, well, I don't like the way the design is on this, or I don't like it. But if it's converting above average conversion yeah. rates, that's all that matters for that business. Yeah. And I think when the subjective part comes in as well is, as, as I say, listen, by all means listen to other people, but, but go with the general consensus is what I think I'm trying to say, because you're not your customer. Mm. And so many times, you know, you make a decision based on what you like um, and, and what you think is right, but you're not the one buying. No. <laughs> so, you know, listen to what your customers are telling you or your potential customers and get their thoughts on it. Oh, God, we'd say it. Yeah. So we built out, we started building out that business in about May last year, May, June last year, and built all the website for it. It was mm. all... and. To us, it was really blooming obvious what we were offering. But even today, people were coming to us going, I love the idea. Now you've explained it, yeah, I yeah, really yeah. get it. Yeah. And, and we were leaving a lot on the website that yeah. were unexplained. Yeah, yeah. And and we have, a, we have a thing we always say, which I don't know where we picked it up from, but um, we always say to our franchisees and to our business associates, it's always a case of, okay, a confused customer will always just, just say no. Yeah. If you ask them to do too much, if you ask them to give too much information or you give them too many choices, they start getting a little bit confused and they're like, why am I doing this? And the moment that pops up in their head, they'll walk away. Yeah. They'd rather, and, and they won't necessarily walk away because they're like, I don't want you. They'll walk away because they may be thinking, okay, I just need to think about this. But once they've gone, yeah. they've gone. Yeah. They're not coming back. So Yeah, it's hard to get them back to the table. So what are the, the hacks that um, we can go through? So Are you roasting hot? I am boiling hot, So that's because you put the fire yeah, on just before we started. Yeah, if you're watching the video version of this podcast episode and you're seeing Kate and I just get a darker colour. Glowing. This, yeah, <laughs> it's because I put the fire on. It's been really hot here for the last few days, isn't yeah. it? But it's cold today. I just put the fire on before this episode and phew, we're roasting. <laughs> I'm going to end up with a really big sweat, I'm going to keep my arms... Beside my I did warn you as you put the fire on. I was like, that's not a good idea. You're in a jumper. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be warm, but really. Yeah, this is roasting. Yeah, we got it. So, um, we could do a naked podcast. <laughs> no, no one wants to see that. No, that's Talking true. about design. <laughs> if we weren't videoing, we could tell everyone we were, but we'd lose the audience anyway. <laughs> so, the first one is use a, re- a simple design platform, something that does all the heavy lifting for you. You don't need to be using something like Lightroom or um, you know, uh, Photoshop, all these quite complex uh, platforms, when you can use something like Canva that mm. does so much of the work for you. Um, it has hundreds of templates. There's even a Canva design school within it now, so it teaches you how to use it. Um, there's like Canva experts out there that you can get to do stuff for you if you just like see them, things you like and you don't want to do it yourself, you can get somebody else to do it. So using a system like that, we're not sponsored by Canva, but it's, I mean, it, it, it's a brilliant system. Oh, we've used it for so much because they have, because the other great thing about Canva is it, it, it sizes everything appropriately. So mm-hmm. one of the things that used to drive you nuts was we would create ads, for example, on Google ads and yeah. then... And then we do a, make a Facebook post or whatever it is, and it would take you ages to resize to stuff. The whole thing, yeah. yeah, it would drive you nuts. Whereas with Canva, you can literally just select what you're doing the design for, yeah, and it'll size it appropriately. So all you have to do afterwards is download and then upload it into the relevant platform. Yeah. So it's yeah, Canva's awesome, but they've also got um, lots of template based stuff on there. Mm-hmm. So like for somebody like me who just doesn't have a clue about design, it's. So I, again, I can point to something I like the look of. Yeah. I can't tell you why I like it, but I like it. I'll click on it and I'm like, oh, I'll just change the colour of that and I'll just... Yeah. It's easy. Yeah, exactly. It's easy. And that's, you know, when you're... Especially when you're starting out in business, that's exactly what you need. I'd say the vast majority of small business owners probably use a platform like Canva. Yeah. Do you remember how much it cost us to do our original Smiley Big logo? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, about £700. 700 quid to do a logo. Mm-hmm. Oh, and did you see that thing on the news recently about... Um, I saw it in the last few days. There's a company, I'm going to, begins with X, I think. I want to say Maoam, but it's obviously not Maoam because we're into the X. I can't remember the name of the company. But their logo is a cube, well, a square with curved right. edges. What's right. that called? I don't know. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Right, but, and it's orange, right? Mm-hmm. And then it has their name in the middle, yeah, right. in a funky font, in their own specific font. And it's... I think it's cube shaped. 
I might be mistaken, but it's whatever it is, right? So, um, and it's and it's an orange, orange thing. And um, they just went, hey, we've redone our logo. Right. They spent $300,000 on getting their logo redone. And all that's happened is it's made it more circular. <laughs> it's exactly the same. But I think it's made it... I might be wrong. It might be... It's one, one way around or the other, because I just read it quickly. But, yeah, all they've done is effectively just made it more circular, I think. <laughs> and they'd spent 300000 So, um, and of course, they're getting just blasted on social media yeah. because they're... Because they'd spent all this money for what? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's part. That's the other thing that you've got to be careful about design, right? Because there's a lot of science behind design. Yes. And there's a lot of like psychological tricks about stuff, and and all this, And you can get very easily go down a really deep rabbit hole with someone about okay, well, if we just tweak this and just tweak that. But for the av- like for the average Joe who just sees yeah, yeah. it, all of that's lost on you. But the, I mean, it, it has its validations, but I just think it's a luxury for further down the line in your business. Yeah. And I think so many businesses use it as a blocker, either when they're starting out or, you know, you've got to do a, a quick ad campaign or, you yeah. know, you need to create a new brochure and you're like, oh, I've got to get the design done. And when like, you don't know what your bias are. Like. Yeah. Because whenever I do anything that's designed, if it's completely off my own back, it's very masculine. Yeah. And and luckily we work together. Yeah, yeah. And you'll often say, no, no, it's too much. It's too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're way too over there. It needs to be either brought back into the middle or. Again, because um, of our customers, because the majority of our customers are female. In but you booth. see that in yeah. uh, with the Smiley Booth Photo Booth hire, like one of the other kind of, I suppose, competing businesses. You would say is like photographers. Yeah. And that's a male-dominated yeah. industry, right? And um, and all their websites tend to be black and yeah, silver yeah, yeah. and. Yeah. Like, very masculine, don't they? But people can go too far, because speaking of photographers, there's someone that we know that just redoes his website over and over yeah, and over yeah. again. Yeah, because, and he avoids the sales Exactly, piece. because he's not going out there and selling. He no. just obsesses with the idea that if he can just get his website just right, yeah. the sales will come flooding in. And, yeah. But that's not the way it works. No, well, we talked about that on a previous episode where we were saying that people hide behind design because they're fri- frightened of the sales conversations. And they want they want a web page or a website or a web page or a leaflet or, or whatever it is to do all of their selling for them. Yeah. So that the only thing they're having to do is the negotiation on price yeah. or the choosing of a package. That's yeah. it. But the whole conversation is already done online. And to be honest, in small business, like that's just not gonna happen. No. Like you you've gotta be at the front of like the first per like the person they speak to, they're not going to book you generally until they know who you are and what yeah, you're yeah, about yeah. and everything else. And there's so many businesses, um, you know, business businesses and business people that I know of that just sell everything in like the DMs on Facebook or the DMs yeah. on LinkedIn or or they've been chatting away on Clubhouse or something. They, none of that other stuff even matters. Well, they, we know people that make have made tens of thousands of pounds on sales just through reaching out on things like yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. In fact, we we closed a sale that ended up netting us over 100,000 in our Smiley Booth business. And that was off the back of them seeing an ad, uh, an AdWords ad, I think them that cost us barely anything at yeah. the time, and then just picking up the phone to us and then us having a conversation yeah, yeah, with them. Yeah. You know, it would say... It wasn't the design. In fact, they were quite critical about our design because they were like, they actually said at the time, they were like, well, when I went to your website, I didn't, I, I didn't realise that this is the kind of stuff that you guys yeah. did. Yeah. Because at the time, all we had was the private hire stuff yeah. for Smiley Booth. So, yeah, exactly. it just goes to well, show and, you can and, always miss stuff. With yeah, I mean, we, we've been talking about using a new CRM um, and our investor said about the CRM's logo, like, oh, I, I, I never liked it because it was really, I never went near them because it was really childish. Yeah, you didn't like the logo at no, all, did you? No, which, which you could say, oh, see, it is important. And yes, it is. But again, it's subjective because this is a huge CRM platform I'm talking yeah. about. I'm not talking about a small little company. Yeah, so yeah. they're one of the of biggest players on the planet. People went, went to it regardless of its logo. Yeah, so. they are one of the biggest players on the yeah, planet. Yeah, you, you just can't, you can't please everyone. So you would, you're, you will. Drive yourself nuts trying. It's it's, it's about optimising, isn't it, all the time. It's like, okay, it's like when you've got everything in place and it's all running to the best that you feel that you can get it, then you and you can measure results, mm. then you start optimising either design or sales processes yes. or workflows, yeah. whatever it is. It's a case of good is good enough, isn't it? 
really I think so. I mean, there's probably people pulling their hair out right now who are designers and they're like, no, <laughs> what are you saying? It designers everything. But we're... It's so they're designers, that's exactly. the point. <laughs> and it's important to remember that if you're watching or listening to this podcast, the people talking, you and I talking, are business owners. We're entrepreneurial type people. And as such, we we learn about tools, we build and we put things together yeah. to create a service or a solution to a particular yeah. individual yeah. or business, right? That's that's the point. We're not specialists in old oh, design here and that lot. And like if we were specialists in design, we'd have a design company. Yeah. You know, that's and we'd be selling that widget. Yeah, but exactly. we're not and we don't. And I think you've got to decide for yourself, okay, well what is the business that you're doing right now? Well this this as you just said, this is a podcast about about business. If you if you're that way inclined, go listen to a design podcast. We're talking about, you know, getting people up and running quickly, solving problems quickly, moving on, getting campaigns out there, selling yeah, you know, there's there's no problem that can't be solved with sales. Well, it, well, exactly, <laughs> and that's um, when we've when we, the most successful people we know in business, um, whether it be our franchisees or whether it be other business associates, uh, the the one common trait they've got is okay. These are my tools. Fine, I can work with that. Just put me in front of people. Yeah, exactly. Let me talk to people and let our because I'll I'll close these sales and yes. I'll. And one of the franchisees that I'm speaking to later today, he's all over that, and he's just and he's probably the one of the most successful franchisees that we mm-hmm. have. And um, but he's just like, okay, I just need this little tool here. Can you build that for me? Because I'm going to go to this. But you don't mind doing that so much because you know that it's not, it doesn't, it, it's it's you you're just putting them in front of more people, mm-hmm. and they're about connecting, making sales, and all this kind yeah, of stuff. Absolutely. So we're we're tangenting. <laughs> so number one, yes. use a platform like Canva or similar, um, which does all the heavy lifting for you. Um, number two, use apps of a similar thing. So there's lots of of apps for your phone, um, but also kind of uh, software platforms that their specific role is to create social media adverts for you or social media posts, um, or video posts. You know, just quick, easy things that will get people's attention. Um, and my personal favourites, I just read a few out. Again, no no sponsorship here. These are just ones that I like to use. Um, Vizme.co, promo.com, breakoutclips.com, and biteable.com. And some of those have got video in them. In fact, three, in fact, all of them have got video. Yeah, all of them use video as well as static images. And that's, that's really important to grab people's attention. You know, my, what I mean by video is just some elements that move it doesn't have to be an actual video but just you know the text might move or something might spin over there but just something that catches the eye because that's really all you're trying to do with design is just catch people's eye yeah well promo was really good for that yeah I, I've, again we're not sponsored by them but yeah the, the idea of those platforms is that they they have all of this like footage yeah already you can footage libraries that you can just kind of piece together and then put your own writing over yeah. the top and it all looks very nice well biteable's great that's the ones where we, i don't know if you've seen like there's a astronaut like swimming across the page oh, or really? that kind of thing oh, that's yeah. Biteable, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so there's there's some great stuff there and, and it's all just so easy to use yeah and that's speed and easy use yeah. if you're a small stroke medium type business if basically if you're a business that can't afford at the moment to have a full-time designer in your office a full-time videographer or whatever it is and you're basically bootstrapping in your business it's like these platforms just it's like okay i need to each week i need to do this bit of content this yeah. bit of thing and yeah. then just use them it just makes it easy um so transparent tran- transparent elements transparent elements on any images always look good they always look professional um it makes it look like you've put a lot of thought into how it looks again the the two i've Several, I've just mentioned the two points above, uh, do a lot of that for you. So what's um, a transparent? Sorry. Um, so you, just when you've got transparent cut areas. Or, or, yeah, so it might be um, words cut out with a, say it's autumn, with the word right. autumn and it's cut out from leaves. So the word autumn is, the font looks like it's leaves. Right. So it's okay. made up of leaves. So that would be like a transparent um overlay onto the background i don't want to get too technical because this is obviously not a visual yeah, podcast yeah. um but yeah just using some kind of trans transparency so you've got I think layers you waving your hands up and down like that would have they would have got it <laughs> <laughs> so you've got layers right. in your design yeah so it's okay. not it's not just one piece of writing on a white background if you oh, okay. I mean. you've, you've got lots of kind of depth right. there uh, that just 
it, it puts that kind of professionalism that so the like when I do, has got into it. So if anybody's seen, if you're watching this on YouTube or um, if you're listening to this and you have a look at YouTube, when, when I do the YouTube, what you're referring to is like when I do the YouTube yeah. graphics yeah. for the video... Like a layer on, yeah, like a photo and layer, of us, like, um, and then yeah, something else behind co- that. Yeah, our cover is the same, isn't it? We're cut out right. against oh, the background. So that's using transparency. Okay, Yeah, cool. so it's, it's just like kind of layering these these things. Maybe yeah. layering's a better word for it. Okay. In the context of an audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, another good, good thing to do is infographics. You know, if you're going to put a post up on LinkedIn, for example, with lots of statistics about your industry or something like that. Don't just write a boring post with a load of words Mm, and numbers. Yeah, Yeah. people won't watch it. People won't look. You know, get an infographic done, which again is so easy on things like Canva and that. It's just, it'll be like one of the options for you. I've used it. Yeah, I've used it to explain. So we, we were going through a particular process with our franchisees recently. And so I went onto Canva to create the infographic, which was basically like a flow diagram yeah. to just show, right, okay, go to this point and go to that point and so on and so on. And that's way more, because it's all in our colours, it's all, yeah. like, it all makes loads more sense and that's way more compelling for them. Well, so many people are visual learners. Yeah. And I think people are realising that more and more nowadays, yeah. that we won't just sit there with a piece of paper or a keyboard or whatever. We, we want to see things. So whether that's a timeline or, you know, a graph, or, you know, just something visually representative. Well, I think we're also uh, subconsciously being, um, our expectations on that kind of stuff is being pushed above anything we've had previously, purely because of what we see on social media content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything is infographic-based, video-based. It's actually technically on a very high level. Um, And so when you communicate on a far more basic level yeah. in business, people do just dismiss it. I remember recently, um, so in the UK with the whole coronavirus thing, every night since this began last March, um, there's been a, a political announcement by the political party in, in the UK and, the, and they stand on their podiums and they say the, the facts for the day or whatever. Um, and a few months ago, I can't remember, I think it was when they were first talking about the vaccines or something like that. Right. They, they, they did this slideshow um, and, I, and I was watching it through Facebook, you know, when you can see the lives through Facebook, I was watching it live through Facebook and, um, and the, whoever it was, was, I can't remember which politician it was now, but whoever it was that was speaking was like, next slide, please. And then the slide would come up and all the comments were just going mad. Like, this is the government. Why are they asking the slides to be changed? Why is this not like some all dancing presentation? Yeah. You know, and it was like, no, can you go back a slide, please? Yeah. And, oh, it was just you like, just had a clicker. Yeah. It was like. 20 years ago, back at school, when somebody's turned the lights out and put the projector on, you know, (laughs) it's terrible. But I think that is the way. I think these are... I remember seeing... Someone said to us ages ago, is you don't realise how much you know, how much you've learned. Yeah. And it's easy to assume that everybody else has learnt the same stuff. Yeah. Especially with stuff like this, because it's accessible. Yeah. Right? It's, It's not... We had we didn't have to go to university to learn how to use Canva, yeah. you know, or go or whatever it is. But it's that's like, just it. I think people don't realise how accessible it is. Yeah. They may have even some people listening to this, you you may have even seen something like Canva and thought, Oh, that's not for me, it's graphic design, it must be yeah, really yeah. difficult. It's not. It's made for Again, there's graphic everything. designers going. No, I know, I'm really sorry, Canva. graphic designers. I know you you are very, very valid and your skills are wonderful, but the the everyday entrepreneurs is what I'm going to call you from t- for today. Um, don't necessarily need that at the beginning. And not when you need something just quick. Yeah. Um, you know, gra- graphic design to me is something of a, of a higher level when, when you need to be bringing their expertise in because you're creating a whole, like for, we're using graphic designers at the moment because we're creating a whole suite of assets. Yeah. You know, we we need to know the color references, the fonts, the um we're creating a little animated character, the logo, the whole thing needs to blend together. Yeah. And that's way beyond way beyond anything Canva or anything like that could oh, do. Oh, 100%. You yeah. Know? So that, but that's what I mean. Graphic designers absolutely they have their place, but but to me it's high end. Yeah. Um, it, yeah it's, it's a it's a luxury car as opposed to a a Fiat something or other yeah well, you, yeah, yeah I, you can't tell um a well, ferrari fit. compared to a fiat there you go is that is that okay. a good a fiat analogy? owners now are sticking Sorry. The well you can't please everyone no but yeah i mean i mean we justify when we talk about designers for uh for our business is the way we the framework in which we look at it is okay what 
what does how responsive do they need to be? They, with Smiley Booth, Folks Be Hire, we had a design team that would respond to our franchisees' yeah. needs. So, yeah. and we built a process and a system to do that. And we went to a few design agencies and so on to work out right who would be the best people to do this yeah. in, in the most cost efficient way, so that we're not having to kind of in, like cause cost. Uh, extra cost to a franchisee yeah. and and so in that respects that worked they so and we so we had to have some kind of more complicated process in canva yeah yeah to do exactly that, to yeah. do that yeah. and then with say it stroke video works that's SaaS business it's it's a there's a lot of complicated assets in yeah. that business because there's no human being involved in the in yeah. the in the process so it needs to be very congruent it needs to be like it needs to all feel like it's a, a great experience for the user from the get-go and then in that example it's like well what's the how much are we willing to pay somebody to sit at a desk in our office to do that day in day out versus an agency and that's a different conversation yeah but either way you're talking thousands of pounds worth of investment yeah. generally on a monthly basis and most small businesses or if you're starting up that's untenable yeah. that's not even uh, you shouldn't even be thinking about it it's like okay what what can people identify my service as yeah that's i that i'm happy to stand beside and don't get me wrong you'll have discomfort because i did with smiley booth when you came up with the name smiley booth i threw my toys out the pram <laughs> but it was a what is that i i'm the worst person to create a name yeah and in the end it worked out really well but yeah, yeah. so uh that was infographics Number five, you can't go wrong with a filter. <laughs> Filters improve everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're taking those... Oh, our YouTube videos, they're always filters. <laughs> so if you're taking, um, you know, behind the scenes footage of your business or at an event or anything like that, um, people do want to see the real you, but you, that doesn't mean that you can't make it the slightly improved real you <laughs> by using a filter. Because again, it's just, this is all about stopping the blockers. You know, so if you're... If you're not going to take a picture of something because you're worried that it doesn't look quite right or you're worried about how you look and it looks a bit better with a filter on it, whack a filter on it. Exactly. You know, it's, it's all about stopping the, any kind of route to getting your stuff out there and, and in, the, in the marketplace and, and ready for people to buy. Yeah, basically. the reality is if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts about um, marketing strategies and, and getting sales and all that kind of stuff, one of the things that we've said all along is it's not necessarily always about okay, is this the most perfect piece of design? Because as you said, design is... Subjective. Subjective, right? So it's about the volume of content you're putting out is just as important. Yeah. And um, we used this quote before, but I'll say it again if you haven't heard of it, but Gary Vaynerchuk was interviewed and he was asked that specific question, what's more important, quality or volume, uh, when it comes to marketing? And he said volume every time yeah. because quality is subjective. Yes. And so, yeah, filters is is critically important because, yeah, you will be like, oh, it's not the right photo. Oh, it's not the right video and all this kind of stuff. If you've watched any of our YouTube videos in the past, you'll see that they always have a black, it's always in black and white. Mm -hmm. And it's because the last thing that you and I want to do, we know we have a commitment to our audience to show up. Um, but you, the audience doesn't care. Well, it might care. It might think (laughs) Jesus Christ, Lee needs a haircut or whatever it is. But, um, but fundamentally what's more important is that we show up. Yeah. And that's so it's like black and white filter. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, if you, if you don't want to do a Facebook Live, a filter will always make you feel a lot better about yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and everybody know. uses filters Exactly, nowadays. yeah. So filters are your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, number six, moving elements. So just as I mentioned earlier with um, VizMe promo breakout clips in particular, having some moving elements on, your, on the page um, in any kind of guise. It doesn't have to be an advert or a post, but... For example, we've started using or are about to start using, I can't remember the name of it, but we're repurposing some educational software mm. into a presentation software because it was just brilliant the way it all moved and yeah. stuff, wasn't it? And that's, that's really impressive when somebody opens that. They're going to open like a Word document from your from your competitor or they're going to open this really smart presentation from you. Oh, Who I just read, I, sorry, I was looking blank at you because I didn't realise what you were talking about. But then, but yeah, you're right. That, yeah, yeah, I can't remember that what the name of it. It's an interactive... It's, well, it's not designed to do what we're no. doing with it. Yeah. It's, um, but yeah, it's an interactive PDF yeah. at, it, at its core. And um, yeah, and we fell in love with it. We saw it and thought, Jesus, that's such a, that gives us such a cutting edge advantage on somebody exactly. else. Exactly. Because I think, you know, the reason this is called design hacks is 
what I'm trying to say is, is design is important to capture people's attention, but there's ways to hack it. That's the yeah. whole whole point. You know, you, you don't want to send something plain and boring out there. You want to get people's attention, but but don't let it stop your business from moving forward. Well, it's a bit like the Vidyard uh, thing in emails, mm. right? Yes. So um, if, if you're... Don't promote them too much because we're going to be doing that. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. the only time I'm ever going to be mentioning them. Um, but... Um, Essentially, what they well, okay, not let's scrap the video. If you won't forget, I just said video. You're, you're gonna have a beep now on the. On yeah, the... yeah, yeah, I'm gonna edit it out. <laughs> if um, you won't forget, I said beep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, one of the ways in which um, certain companies will remain nameless, um, it the, created something unique with their emails. I mean, HubSpot, we use that as a, our, our customer management system for Smiley Booth. And one of the things that they introduced us to was this ability to embed certain things into the emails to make them more engaging for the people that are receiving it. And all it really was, was a GIF, right? That had a hyperlink built into it. Um, so um, if you don't, I'm not going to go into it on this episode because it's not really the point, but the um, but fundamentally, it, what they were saying to us when they presented this to us as we should be doing this in our business was that when people are opening the emails, that movable image of yeah. a GIF was very increased click rates and open rates on the emails yeah. enormously compared to a standard email. So, and all they did is they had basically a GIF of the of it would be you. So let's say you had a new inquiry, it would be you going, "Hi, I'm Roger or whoever," yeah. and um. And and then when they click that GIF, it then goes to the video of your whole presentation. Mm-hmm. And they were saying sales conversions increased dramatically, open rates. Bob the fly is back. Bob the fly is back. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's because it's spring. Um, so, yeah, conversion rates increased on open rates, click rates and sales rates because instead of a standard boring old email, there was some moving imagery in it. Yeah, well, um, one of our franchisees is getting a lot of success with um, WhatsApp messages oh, by sending yeah. just a little personalised graphic of the package yeah. that he's offering for their wedding or party or whatever it is, rather than just, as you say, like bullet pointing everything that they get. It's yeah. just a little graphic. And again, he's just using an app on his phone. It takes five minutes to create this little personalised graphic, but the impact that has on the customer it's is huge. huge. Yeah, huge. His conversion rates are through the roof. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's really important to use these things. Um, number seven, copy space. So um, this one is a little bit hard to explain on an audio. But, um, Just wave your hands around. <laughs> I'm going to try and sit my hands there. Making sure that you, if you've cho- chosen an image that you want to be writing text against, um, so visualising your head, for example, two mountains, yeah? So you've got the, okay. the white space in between or the clouds in between. Right. You want to make sure that you, you do choose images like that where you've got the room to be able to put text because too many people... Bob the Fly's headbutting me right now. He's driving me nuts. <laughs> too yeah. many people I see um, on, on kind of text images and things like that on uh, Instagram or whatever, they're squeezing all this text into a space and then it's unreadable. Right, okay. You've got to remember that most people nowadays are looking at stuff on their phone. Yeah. Yeah? And so they, they don't want to be like squinting or having to zoom in to read your stuff. So make sure you've got what's called copy space. So enough space... Okay. To write your copy, whatever. Oh, okay. It is so whatever the imagery is, yeah. it's it. There's the background lends itself for you to exactly. stick a bunch of copy. Don't in. fall in love with an Im- image and then try and shove the copy in. Yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah. If, if you've got to change the image because you need more copy space, change the image. Yeah, I have that problem all the time when I do yeah. the YouTube video things, and yeah. I'm like, oh, I would love that image to stick on there, and then there's you can't get the text to yeah, work on it at exactly. all exactly and, and be aware that with facebook ads does, i don't know if google ads does it as well you're only allowed a certain amount of copy yeah it, it has it picks up word count or something yeah. on the pictures and then it'll just boot out the image you yeah. won't be allowed to is use it, it is it ads as well or is it just facebook ads that does that i'm feeling i i don't know I've, i'm only aware of it with facebook oh, okay okay um so inverting your colors um can be a really good kind of tactic to um to get people's attention so if you're if you're logo is usually red and white 
um, you know, you, you can invert that. So it's either white and red or it's black and white or it's gray and white or something like that. So you've got, um, if you do go to a designer, um, you'll often see that. Mm. <laughs> see the, fly. the fly hit that as well. <laughs> you'll often see that they'll create your logo in whatever color and then they'll do a couple of other versions of it. And it's normally like an inversion of your standard colors. Right. And it just means that if you know you're going to use your logo on a T-shirt, for example, for, for your, um, your staff uniform, that that can be inverted. I yeah. mean, we had it with Smiley Booth, so... Um, I remember that costing us a load of money to do that as well. And yeah. Now you can just do it on Canva. Exactly. Like you, so we had to change, I think it was the booth of Smiley Booth, wasn't it, in, into white text instead because yeah. our, our T-shirts were the black that it normally is. So yeah. you just need to be aware that you... you a lot of the time you are going to need to invert well especially if you're using the logo not just for uniforms or so so but if you're using it it gives you the choice to use a far broader range of imagery in your posters or in your posts and whatever it is because obviously like with for example the say it logo has a lot of white in it yeah which just disappears with white backgrounds and so on so you invert it and it's fine exactly exactly um Design Pickle is um, a, another company um, that we, there's several like them. So if, if do, do by all means Google, you know, companies company similar to Design Pickle. But what they are is they're a, a, a service which is a collection of designers. So you are collectively using their time. So if you do have the need for regular design, which is what we have in Smiley Booth, because we uniquely design every customer's photo image. Now, we don't use templates. We always design them very uniquely to that specific event. So, you know, height of season, when we've got 50, 60 events out, we really regularly need a designer. Um, but at the same time, we're quite seasonal. So we, we didn't really want to be paying... Well, we do pay month in, month out, but, you know, a full-time wage to a designer. So we pay for a company where you are where you have, like, a collection of designers working on your stuff. Well, yeah, well, there's, there's kind of three... They're the middle one of the three rungs of design. Right. Right, it's the way I see it, right? Yes. So, so, like, your first option for... Des- ignoring the fact that you might have a design talent, do it yourself. Forget about that option. I'm not going to talk about that option. But the, the first option is... Um, you find a designer who's this one-man band who does a load of design work for a bunch of companies. You might do a bit of illustration or he, she might do a bit of illustration as well, whatever. You go to them and they quote you. Yeah. for, And normally it's like a one-off job, mm-hmm. yeah? So there's that option. And then you, it used to be a case of, okay, well, you either had that option or you went to a design agency. Yeah. And the difference between a designer and a design agency is design agencies generally are groups of designers under one umbrella and they generally do big pieces of work for big companies mm-hmm. um, and they do multiple pieces of work all of the time. So, And you'll have little project managers in that design agency managing a number of different clients each. Yeah. And they used to be your only two options outside of either you doing it yourself or literally employing someone full-time in your office, yeah. right? So then, um, I don't know, a few years ago, not, not that long ago really, no, is it? Quite um, thing. There was this kind of, well, hang on, we can have a design agency without, have access to a design agency without all of the fuss of a design agency. Because if you've got a design agency, normally it would mean that you're in an office that's expensive in itself. Yeah. Everybody has got line of sight on each other and there's, there's a and it's a it's an expensive process. Well, unless right? you say it's normally project based, whereas this yeah. is more of an ongoing process. Exactly. So design pickle is like this middle ground where it's like, okay, well, we've connected all these designers together, but they don't come to an office. Yeah. And they're all um, kind of consultant. What do you call them? Um, freelancers. Freelancers. So and but you have you you basically have a project manager that just manages these freelancers, mm-hmm. and as to, oh and by the way they're not in the UK or in the US they tend to be based in the east so they could be based in the Philippines or wherever so where the wage exchange is different yeah. as well so then you end up in this situation well hang on a second I get access to a similar type of experience to a design agency without any of the overheads design agencies. Uh, experience so and providing that the project manager for me assigned to my company is good then technically I get the same kind of design responses yeah, um, yeah and that they're, they're fast um, they're efficient yeah. they're um, they're communicative communicative um, there's a couple of different kind of pay tiers that you'll pay for like the first run might be 
the turnaround time is like three or four days on your design. Um, you know, if you need it faster than that, that's the next tier up. Or they're, they're diff- they're, they all work slightly differently. But um, for kind of ongoing design uh, where you don't have the time to do it yourself, but you don't want to employ someone in your company full time, they're a great middle ground. They're not super high end, um, you yeah. know, a, a graphic designer um, or a UK or US based or a European based um, design team will be of higher quality, yeah. but they're certainly su- sufficient quality for, for most most things and they do have illustrators as well which is which is good yeah i think they're a great fit for small to medium-sized businesses that are in that kind of tipping point between do we need to get employer designer do we we've got this regular design request coming in how do we how do we do this because we're constantly paying for projects to be delivered by this one designer and it's costing us costing us fortune and like one designer um like a freelancer can cost you thousands and thousands of pounds for one delivery of one project. Well, also when it's when it's one, because this is what we found. Um, again, we didn't have enough work to give somebody full full time because of the seasonality of our yeah. business. So then, but then when we needed them, we did need them full yeah, time, yeah. and it, it, we ended up in this catch twenty two all the time that yeah. we didn't. We either had too much work for them or not not enough. Yeah. So these these agency based um type of situations like design pickles, I say there are others. I just can't think of the names of them. Um, are, are great for this kind of ad hoc design requirement that you might yeah. have. It, but yeah, is there a, there a fantastic stepping stone? Yeah. I think there comes a time you've got bobs on your head. Um. <laughs> There comes a time when you definitely need to evolve beyond them. Yes. But yeah, I think they they were perfect for what we needed in Smiley Booth. Yeah. They're not right for what we need out of video uh, us. Yeah, video works business because we do need a higher end. Yeah. For that, but um, yeah, you'll you'll figure it out. But the 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 thing I would suggest is just bear in mind that you are effectively um, recruiting people that are offshore. Um, and that's not to say that they're not highly skilled, because in a lot of cases they're better educated and more highly skilled than the, yeah. uh, some of the individuals that you can get access to in the UK. Um, it's the communication the, piece, isn't it? Yeah, you have to be incredibly explicit um, around um, what your expectations are. Um, <laughs> but we haven't had Bob the Fly in here for ages, <laughs> and now spring's come and he's back. Um, so I recommend doing some research before uh, going, oh, design pickles the, or uh, something like it. We well, can perfect. do trials and stuff as well. So, yeah, yeah try, try different options. Because there's also obviously other freelancers as well. Like you could use something like Fiverr. Um, yeah. Which, or, again, is the same principle. Yeah. Like you're basically... It's just there's no middleman managing, managing them. expectations. You're, you're managing it. Yeah, that's what we liked about Design Pickle is that we had our own manager. Manager. Yeah. Yeah, who would make sure quality control was yeah. paramount. They would be they would spend the time understanding what our expectations yeah. were and then manage their team accordingly. Exactly. And if our designer us. wasn't available it would get passed on rather than overlooked. Exactly. So that that was what was key to us was the delivery because obviously we're always Churning yeah. out events. And nothing that we needed for the designs for Smiley Booth was overly complicated. No. Like it wasn't it was like literally for that specific event. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yep, that's another option for you. Um, number 10 is consistency is really key and it will save you so much time, especially if you are doing this kind of stuff on your own. Um, so create a bank of your assets. You know, I've already talked about color inversions for, for your logos and stuff. Have several different options. Have, um, you know, some quote images ready to go or at least the background, uh, the images that you tend to use for quotes ready mm-hmm. to go. You know, have um, that cut out image of you or several different cut out images of you. Have the um, the headshot your favorite headshot that you you always use if if anybody asks you for a headshot if you've got pr that kind of thing Uh, know your fonts know your colors get to understand file sizes so you know if you're asked for your logo or an image or whatever it is for a publication or to print something or to put it on a t-shirt or whatever it is you're going to be asked for a certain file requirement um so know what that is you know understand what the file requirements are because yeah. a lot of people don't understand that language they you know what, what what do you mean this resolution what do you mean that jpeg png whatever it is so you can you can find all this information out on google it's not hard but just have that stuff ready it saves you a huge amount of headaches if you can just go to that folder and, and go ah yeah that one yeah and you're <laughs> and like you're you are always very good in that space and you're asked the same questions today around file sizes file yeah. formats that you were asked 10 years ago yeah, for. Exactly. It doesn't matter that the software's changed, all this yeah. kind of stuff. Those yeah. fundamentals are exactly the same. Yeah, exactly. Moved. And just having that 
bank of stuff that I can always go back to when somebody asks me. Um, not only is it simply, but sim- more simple, sorry, um, but it's it's consistent because I'm always going back to the same stuff. Well, what you just said about headshots as well, I would say if if you're starting out in business or an existing business owner and you don't have this yet, get someone to take some photos. Yeah. It just makes your life so much easier if you can get... Uh, I don't know if you want to call in some favors from some friends who's really good with a camera or a photographer or whatever it is, and just say, "Look, I just need some publicity shots," and they just reel off a load of them. Yeah. Because that just saves you so much pain mm-hmm. down the road. And even in COVID times, like the really talented um photographers out there, they can even do this via Zoom. Oh really? Yeah, I've seen some really quite incredible Zoom photo shoots. Wow. It's because they really know how to get the best out of people, so they wow. can they can do it even with that kind of tech barrier. Yeah, yeah, cause it's yeah. I think it's paramount because people want to, especially in small business, people want to see who's behind the business. Yeah. People want to see all of that, and if you've just got this resource of stuff that you can just put out, Bob the Fly is driving me nuts. <laughs> um, <laughs> these episodes are just going to be us ranting at Bob the Fly, <laughs> or the just a constant yeah, and the children, and the heat. <laughs> yeah, or just a constant noise of fly spray going around the room. <laughs> just if this is the first episode you've ever heard. Um, just to let you know, we live in southern France uh, for most of the time, more than we expected, thanks to COVID. Um, and uh, it's currently beginning of April at the moment, and spring has definitely sprung. And we've had all the windows, all the doors open, and we've, we've been battered okay. by... Smiling Entrepreneurs, sponsored by such and such fly spray. Yeah, it will be, yeah. Yeah, someone's got a fly spray company out there listening to this guy. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so tangent, but um, but yeah, I suppose that was number ten. So that was all of them. And yeah, it is. I, I, Top I'm, ten. If don't get hung up on design. Don't let it be your um, like this this wall that you can't ever get over because everybody's got everybody's. What's that saying? Opinions are like. I'm not gonna swear. Opinions are like buttholes. Everyone's got one. Really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the problem. You with might design. as well have sworn it was just as crass. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, so just like, just get, to have it on your list of things to do, but make it a thing that you tick off. Yeah. And move on. Yeah. Like if you're not making sales yet, if your work, if your workflows, like your uh, customer journeys aren't worked out properly, or your sales conversions are pants, or your product's not quite right, or your, or your service delivery's quite right, that's top priority. Mm. Design is part of the thing that knits it together but it's not the thing yeah it's just part of it yeah so i hope the hacks have helped and Mm. we'll see you next time yeah have a good afternoon bye